I sing with the swell singers in Shepherd's Well. And we're very bad, but we love it. <laughs> Actually, we're not that bad. We've done things like Four A's Requiem, and we've done, and I sing tenor. So I sing with the blokes, <laughs> and I think it's so funny. It's just brilliant. Power to Live More with Joe Dodds. Welcome to the Power to Live More podcast, all about productivity, organisation, well-being, energy and resilience. I'm Joe Dodds and I started this show back in 2016 to enable interesting people to share their stories about how they use their power to live more and by that I mean how they focus on productivity, organisation, well-being, energy and resilience to enable them to do more of the stuff that they want to do and less of the stuff that they don't. After 241 shows, I've taken a pause from doing new interviews to reshare previous interviews. They were too good to not revisit. So please do bear in mind that this podcast might refer to events from the past as current or in the future. But rest assured that the stories, tips and advice shared by my guests continues to be pure gold. Hello, my name is Ellie Dodds and I'm co-presenter. And today Joe is interviewing Jill Tipping, director of Pavelka Limited. Joe has known Jill for many years, first meeting at a networking event that Jill was running locally on the Romney Marsh. They immediately hit it off, although how they both managed to get a word in edgeways with each other is still a mystery. They've worked together on and off through their various involving business ventures, have roped in their husbands for the occasional dinner and have even spent a very enjoyable New Year's Eve eating, laughing and singing at our house. Since 2005, Jill has been MD of Exposure Limited, where they help individuals and companies identify their market and then develop the implement innovative ways of engagement and opening up of those opportunities. She is also the director of the charity Hoop UK, which stands for Helping Overcome Obesity Problems. Through Hoop, she met and teamed up with Jesse Pavalka, a US fitness expert and TV host for Sky, and they launched Pavalka Limited bringing weight loss and fitness resource to the UK. Back to the studio. I'm really excited to introduce to you today Jill Tipping of the Pavelka Health Revolution. Hi, Jill. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Joe. Thank you for asking me to come on. Good to talk to you. It's very exciting. We've known each other a long time, so lovely to be interviewing we you. Have. So so start by telling me about you. Not that I need to know, but the listeners do. Tell, tell us about you, what okay. you do, and where you do it. Okay. Well, I have several hats, um, but they're all based around the kind of same kind of theme. So um, I have a, um, a business with um, a U.S. fitness expert called Jesse Pavelka. And between us, we have a business called the Pavelka Health Revolution. Jesse does television um, on Sky and on ITV, and he um, he brings health. It's not just solely about weight loss, although he is a specialist in extreme weight loss um, on his shows. But actually, it's more about bringing health. So I work with him on that. We have um, we we do our business in a variety of ways. He obviously is based in the US, but he comes over here quite a lot, and we do seminars and we do workshops. 
we do boot camps and uh, we also have something called the Pavelka House Online, which is a community and it's all about um, interaction and inspiration and, um, uh, and, and involvement and uh, where people can go and they, there's always someone there, they can always chat. So it's a, it's a community of health, if you like. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do. I'm also the chief exec of um, an obesity charity called HOOP, which stands for Helping Overcome Obesity Problems. And I've been doing that for about golly, three years now. And actually, that's how I met Jesse in 2012. So, yeah. So we, uh, between us, we uh, and, and with all the, the guys and girls at HOOP, we're trying to make a difference. That sounds really, really good. So, so as far as what, where you're doing stuff, you're spending quite a lot of time travelling, yeah. by the sound of it. But you also work from home the rest yeah. of the time, is that right? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, I do a lot of my work from home. I do have an office that I go into because I have um, members of staff that support me. Um, but I do a lot of it from home, and I use technology all the time. I don't know where I'd be without technology, quite honestly, Mm. Um, because I'm on the road a lot as well. Um, I travel mainly in the UK and Ireland with Jesse. We do tours, and I think we've probably done, I'm guessing here, Joe. I think we've probably done about uh, maybe between 12 and 15 tours now uh, where we go and, and we do things like the workshops, the boot camps. But he also, I'm also his manager. So I manage his contracts in the UK, so his television and his uh, appearances, personal appearances and product endorsements and things like that. So we kind of mix the two up. So it's, it's, it's very, very exciting. It's exhausting, uh, but I love it. It's great. He's a great guy to work with. Um, it's a challenge because he's based in LA, so he's always eight hours behind and he's not very good at getting up in the morning. <laughs> so most of my work is done in the evening, a lot of it with him on the phone. And on, well, we, we use um, FaceTime audio. That's the easiest thing because he can actually get that wherever he is out there. 3G, 4G is really good. Um, so we use that to communicate. Um, so that's quite a challenge because my days sometimes start at six in the morning and go right through till 10, 11 at night. But um, it's worth it. so I travel a lot I I do occasionally go over I just book flights to fly over to LA actually and go and spend some time with him over there Um, we do photo shoots for his calendar and a little bit some pieces of work and our sort of business planning is done over there as well so all sounds so glamorous but yeah it does sound like a bit of a nightmare with the the time difference (laughs) yeah it's not so much glamorous it's it's just uh, really fascinating and varied mm. and interesting um, and I would not change it I, I, I love it I like the daily challenges and something different happening every day mm. so that's what I really really like about it and we meet so many people and he's such an inspiration to so many people um, and I love the fact that I am the kind of means by which his message can be heard in this country mm. so I mm. make sure that his his message gets out to the people that need to hear it, which is a great privilege, I have to say. I'm very fortunate. Yeah. So on that basis, do you do certain things when you're at home in the morning to sort of get set up and ready to go? Or is it because you do so much traveling, you know, things vary? Do you have a, a routine of, of any description? <laughs> um, well, yes, yeah, I, I do. I suppose I do. But it, there's kind of two ways to my routine because I, I have a personal trainer and I work out early in the morning but not every morning. So if I'm working out, I start at seven. So I'm up at six 
that normally at the latest and then I'll I'll literally sort of come to and have a cup of tea, sort myself out and then I always look at my emails like I don't think I should but I do uh, and then I'm out the door to go to training and that's two times, sometimes three a week or I might go for a, a walk, earphones in, power walking, I really enjoy that. Um, if I don't exercise first thing in the morning then I, John and I, it's my husband John, uh, we'll just sit and chat. Um, I can't have telly on can't do that that's just too much but we do sort of flick through Facebook and we talk about stuff and it's our time uh, together which is which is a lovely time before the day kind of starts um, and then I'll I'll just you know if, if I'm training I come in I shower and I have a really good breakfast or a smoothie and then if I'm just at home I'll just you know tidy up make myself ready for the day and get into the, get into the office quite late <laughs> Luckily, I have people here that open it up. I'm not very good at getting anywhere on time, in all honesty. But what sounds but, impressive uh, when you go in and say, oh, varied. I've been exercising this morning. I mean, that, that, uh, that's a good excuse, isn't it? I do. <laughs> I love it. I love that. I, I love that feeling. I, and I do my workouts with uh, Chris Hillary. He's my personal trainer. And he lives in my village, but we actually do. Uh, he's got a fitness studio in Elsham. And that's where I go. And uh, we, we do all sorts of things there. So... Uh, a, a bit of cardio, but mainly mainly sort of weight resistance stuff. So I like lifting weights. I love it. And he's got these ropes, and you flick them. And I'm a maniac with them. I don't really like that very much, but it really does get you your heart racing. It's all it's all good stuff. It's all it all makes you feel good for the rest of the day. Yeah, I think that's quite key. Mm. And I don't get ill. I never get ill. So I don't know. Must be doing some good. Must be doing some good. Exactly. Yeah. So then I normally ask my interviewees about an evening routine and already you've said that quite often you're working really late because of the time difference with Jesse. Yeah. So do you, do you have yeah. sort of particular routines that enable you to sort of wind down very quickly because presumably you finish, you know, working quite late and then, you know, are you still wide awake for the next however long or, or do you have certain... I'm really that... bad at this. I'm not, I, if anybody came to me advice on this, then they'd get bad advice. <laughs> I really am bad this <laughs> because I'm so switched on to what I do because I love what I do I live my work you know because it, it is it is all over the place and it is very much on social media and it is you know and it, and I went away to uh, Germany recently for five days and I actually put my phone down and I didn't look at anything because I run my own social media but I run Jesse's as well a lot of it well I sort of he does a lot of the postings but I kind of look at it and you know police it mm. um, and then I've got people that run the Pavelka Nikki runs the Pavelka Health Revolution um, social media for me and does a brilliant job doing that um, and so uh, I you know, it, there's a lot for me to have a look at. And I would get excited about it. I think, well, I really want to have a look, see how many people have commented. And I do police it because some inappropriate stuff does pop up. And I have to delete it. So it's difficult to switch off. And, yeah, I often speak to Jesse 9, 10 at night. Yeah. Even I tell him I'm not going to. Uh, and he's going to miss the chance to talk to me. Um I have to talk to him at times and I have to sit, he's my client at the end of the day as well as my business partner. So I, uh, you know, or my talent, they call it talent when you manage someone, um, which is a bit of an unfortunate phrase, but that's what it is, or word. But, you know, I, I have to do it. So uh, there are times when I go, no, I'm just going to switch off now. But it's hard. Mm. So how I switch off when I do is chamomile tea and uh, reading my book. Yeah. Reading a book. Um, but I read that on my phone, so I'm not so sure if that's too good. You taught me how to do that, Joe. It's your <laughs> fault. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, so I read, um, and but I, I don't struggle too much with sleeping. No, really, truly. Not with all that exercise. I don't need a massive amount. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing. I don't need a massive amount of sleep. About five to six hours. Yeah. Okay. And so, I'm okay. I so, can live on that. It sounds like you have a, a really um, packed day and a very long day. How do you yeah. make sure you get everything done? Do you have a certain way of managing your tasks? Do you use particular tools? How, how does that all happen to make sure it all Well, happens? I've just, yeah, I mean, I've used lots of different things over the years, but I've just discovered something which I love, which um, my bookkeeper, Alan Brown, told me about, which is Wonderlist, spelled W-U-N-D-E-R. And it's a free app. Uh, and it syncs with all of your um, devices. Mm. So even though I've got iPad and iPhone, it syncs with my Windows stuff. Um, so my laptop and my desktop. So uh, And it's just brilliant. Very simple, very easy to use. And you just literally, you can have all your lists in different, so you can sort of, sort of run projects from yeah. it. But then you've got a main list at the top inbox. You just put all your stuff in there and you can just move it if you want to, or, you know, just have a main list running. Mm. But what I like about it is it's, I've, I've always got it with me. Yeah. So I am dizzy. I am entrepreneurial. I need my cornerstones. Um, so I am all over the place, and I know I am. And um, I am starting to understand that I need people around me to do a lot of stuff. But ultimately, there's a lot of stuff I've got to keep to hand and I need to know about and I need to do phone calls with the main thing you know you make arrangements like this one and uh, (laughs) we won't tell them about that (laughs) (laughs) my my world is pretty mad Um, I'm not always away doing stuff but there's so many different bits to it Mm -hmm. so without having something like Wonderlist I have forgotten things at times Um, so Jesse's the same we are both, I'm a lot more organised than he is, I have to say. But, um, you know, if I can help organise him, then it helps the whole business. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, I would say that's probably the first thing, the main thing that I, I now use, which has helped hugely. And what did that replace? Was that a paper-based yeah. system that you used before? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I did. I've had a variety of things. So I had like a paper-based one where I'd have my different businesses. So I also helped my husband run his business. Um, so And then I'd have all my like home stuff, you know, your general stuff. So I had like a sort of space for each of the different projects or businesses. So I'd have my hoop and I'd have Pavelka. But I'd have Jesse Pavelka as well because they're like two separate things. And then I'd have um, general stuff. And my husband's business is UV Shield. So there's five things and I just write them in on that day and then just tick them off. And that worked really well for me as well. I didn't always have that with me. Mm. That was on my desk. So if I was, you know, out shopping or something or whatever, and I couldn't put alerts on it. I don't want to put, I've got so much stuff in my calendar anyway. I didn't want to put alerts all over my calendar. So this Wonderlist thing does alert as well. So yeah. you on your phone and go, oi, you don't make a phone call. So it's <laughs> good. Yeah. But yeah, I did do paper-based before. Yeah. And I've used Trello. Trello's very good, but I think I, I work with Trello with some members of my uh, team. Um, uh, and, of course, we can share stuff in there. and you know. But, again, you remember to go in and, and have a look. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Trello's the oh, one with know. boards, isn't it? So you create your, your project yeah. and you can move things from, uh, you know, they're, they're ready to do to, to be in progress to, to be 
you know, for sign off or whatever, and then archive at the end. Um, so that works quite well for when people, we, like visual stuff, doesn't it? It does. And when we, I tell you, it worked really well for us when we set the Pavelka uh, website up because it's a massive site because it's got a membership part to it, which is the Pavelka House. Mm. So we've got the front part, and, and we've changed it. Uh, once or at least once maybe even more and done lots to it so when we first set it up it was so big it's got so many many functions in it um, that the web designers used Trello and I used it as well and Jo who's my assistant she used it as well mm. and you know we were all able to, able to sort of um, see where we were at any one time and you know you didn't have emails with the whole world copied it I hate that yes. <laughs> so um, yeah because you never know, do you? You're going to write and say something you shouldn't to somebody and then you just say it to everybody. And <laughs> Oops. When you've got a head like mine, that does happen sometimes. So, um, yeah, yeah, Trello's good. Trello's good. Um, but mm -hmm. I, I think Wonderlist is coming top of my, top yeah. of my chart right now. Yeah, good. Any others? Any other tools or apps that you use or systems and processes? Uh, what do I use? Yeah, well, I use uh, I, a simple one I use is FaceTime. Yes. So I know not everyone's on, on Apple, but I use FaceTime um, and I, I use the FaceTime audio and obviously dealing with international people, that's really important Else our phone bills would be huge. Mm. Um, I'm just having a look on my iPad as we speak. I use Dropbox, um, so wherever I am, I've got my, um, I don't know how, I, I mean, I'm not, I would not, wouldn't necessarily recommend Dropbox because I have heard people say, oh, I'm not sure how secure that is, but for me, it suits. At yeah. the moment, we're using it and it suits us. I use Google Drive a lot as well as other some people because we're on, often often trying to transfer big documents. So um, when you're using things like, especially for Jesse doing, he, he does video footage over in the LA, and then I need to upload it somewhere. Mm. So how he does that is quite difficult because if you do a long video, you can't email them off the iPhone because they're too big. Yes. So he uploads it to YouTube. We have onto his account at YouTube on private, and I download it. So that's a really quite a handy way of transferring big documents. Mm. We do use Mail Big File as well, um, but uh, I found the YouTube one for videos works really, really well. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I use Tesco's app because I never go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I do that in the mornings. <laughs> I do Tesco's shopping first thing in the morning. I'm just looking at my apps here. All my banking's online. It's brilliant. I couldn't do without that. Yeah. I use Notes on the iPad a lot as well. Mm -hmm. um, and what else do I use? I've got obviously all the social media. And um, yeah. Brilliant. So, cool. Yeah. Good. Some good recommendations there. Thank you. So we've slightly... Um, asked this question in a roundabout sort of way um, but I don't think we've got to it yeah. quite yet what do you do to relax you talked about reading which I love too that's one of my things yeah. um, anything else I suppose exercise is probably one of the things for you yeah 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 um, there's one more I can think of relax yeah <laughs> relax don't you I sing yeah yes. I sing um, I sing with the swell singers in Shepherd's Well <laughs> And we're very bad, but we love it. <laughs> Actually, we're not that bad. We've done things like four A's Requiem, and we've done, and I sing tenor. So I sing with the blokes, <laughs> and I think it's so funny. It's just brilliant. Oh, sorry. I feel like Joe's got that. Um, so, that's my Joe, not you. Um, so, um, 
Yeah. Um, what else do I do to relax? Um, I'm really bad at it. I, uh, I, when I, when I keep talking about Germany. When I went to Bavaria last week, John kept saying, I can't believe how relaxed my wife is. But I had to make a uh, conscious effort to go, no work. And although I had my phone on me, I couldn't go that far. I didn't respond to anything. So I was on holiday. Go away. <laughs> and I did relax. And I slept. I slept and slept and slept. And in fact, we were in this house and it was right next to this church and the uh, bells bombed every 15 minutes. And I didn't hear any of them. <laughs> I was exhausted. And I think that's the thing. When you run at a high level as a business person, you don't realize when you're getting worn out. And then you crash. And I think that's what you have to be careful of. And that's something that I'm learning that, you know, you, you, you can't do it. It doesn't matter how focused you are. Eventually you have to cut off and have some downtime and then you can start again. But if you don't have that downtime, you just burn out and then you're no good to anybody then, are you? Mm. So it is hard to switch off. And, um, especially because I'm a control freak when it comes to anything to do with, uh, well, Jesse really and our business. Because I don't, you know, I want to know what's going on all the time, and you know, it's my business, and I would, um, but I have to in the end go. No, there are other people who can deal with it. Shut off, leave it. Mm-hmm. So relaxing, yeah. Um, I swim. I swim in the sea, and I'm train. I'm training to do the channel in 2017. Swim the channel, um, but I've had a neck injury for the last four or five weeks, so it's really put me out. But it's okay because I should be pool swimming over the winter and back in the sea next summer. So. I love that. I love swimming in Dover Harbour at seven in the morning when it's a lovely sunny day and it's calm and there's nobody else around. That is lovely. That makes me joyous. See, I've always <laughs> said you were mad. <laughs> yeah, I am mad. I can't think of anything worse. Dead, <laughs> Listen, you're a long time dead, all right? Yeah, so, yeah. I suppose those are the things I do. I love being with my family. I've got three amazing grown-up children who are as mad as I am, but they're all so different. And when we get the whole lot together, I just sit back and I watch and I listen and it's just it's like, and I don't bother watching telly. One thing I don't do is watch telly, mm. ever, hardly. Mm. can't remember the last time I watched telly. I watch stuff on my iPad. If there's something, I love Banshee. Oh, and I love Sons of Anarchy. Oh, so violent. It's just not like me, but I just love it. <laughs> so I'll watch those, but I don't watch anything else. Yeah. That. <laughs> so tell us more, and this feels like I'm going to be opening um, Pandora's box, but tell us more about keeping healthy, <laughs> what you do about being healthy. Keeping healthy. <laughs> Let me tell you about health. Okay. So we, we our philosophy, Jesse, and I, when I met Jesse, he, I knew what he did because I saw his shows. And I said to him, there's an element missing from what you do. And, that, and the element, it comes with Hoop, which is community, uh, because Hoop has 9,000 people on Facebook uh, that, that support one another. So we work on four elements of health, health, of which family is one, and which is quite an unusual one. But of course, we have movement, we have food, we have mind power, and we have the family. So those four elements need to be present in more or less equal for you to have optimum health. That's what we believe. Um, and it's not about, it, it, it's not about count. We try to say to people, don't focus on the numbers because people can get, it's like having a, Jesse always says, like having a second job when you're counting calories every day. So what we say is, 
look at what you're eating, keep the, sort of the sugars low. Um, we, we work with a low GL kind of uh, diet and there's lots of recipes on our website <clears throat> which uh, in, in the house which are based around low GL glycemic load so that's where the, the carbs you know don't turn to lots and lots of sugar mm -hmm. so it's and it's it's all about kind of being sensible and making good choices but not to getting too screwed up about it but if you move more and you eat the right foods and you mix with the right type of people and you keep your mind in the right place you're pretty much going to be as healthy as you can be. And weight loss is a byproduct, to be mm. honest. Mm. Um, because we believe that diets, you know, as they are out there, don't necessarily work. Yes, you lose weight. You tend to put it back on again. If you can develop a lifestyle, which means you're okay, you're on an even keel. All right, you might not be a size 12, you might be a size 14, you might be a size 16, not a size 14, whatever. But if you're healthy and you feel good about yourself and you feel good about the day and you feel energized, that's really, the, that's fantastic. And if you can keep there, then you're going to keep yourself healthy. You're going to avoid illnesses and all the other things, you know, that can, can knock you back. But the extremes tend to be temporary. Well, and it's a very difficult thing that Jesse and I are trying to get across because it's actually about... Um, a holistic sort of approach to being healthy and it's not about oh I you know I've been good today or mm. what do you mean you've been good you know I hate that but you know or oh I've been bad what have you done what have you done you robbed a bank <laughs> you know I ate a chocolate eclair oh lord you know <laughs> good heavens but that can throw somebody way off and because they've eaten a chocolate eclair for you know one thing, they go, oh, that's it, you know, and you know that that, that sends them on a downward spiral, and then they turn to other things. Mm. So you know what we say is, okay, that's a mistake. It, it's not a one eclair, you know. But if you do it every single day, you're going to have a problem. Yeah. So what we always say is live very much, and this is this is a really good thing generally is to live very much in the moment. Mm. So and, and I believe in that, and this is the sort of stuff I bring. I bring the mind, mind, the mind power side to, to what Jesse and I do on our workshops. And I do a four-hour session in the afternoon. With, we have workshops with ten people. Sorry, I'm tr I do this all the time. You know me, Joe. I just go off all over the place. But we have workshops with ten people. They're very intimate. They're very kind of. Uh, it's Jesse and I for the day, and Jesse takes the morning, um, and I'm kind of supporting him. Then in the afternoon, he disappears for a while, and I take people on a. Uh, uh, the mind power side mm. and he comes back in on that and we commit to, to Jesse what they're going to do in the future and it works really well and we base everything around these four elements and the one of the main things with the mind power is be in the moment because we spend so much time fretting about what we've done in the past you know the chocolate yeah. eclair yeah. and we, we worry ourselves silly about what's going to happen in the future mm. if we can get into the moment because the only thing that is real is the moment that you're in Yep. If we can be in that moment, we can be calm, in control, and make good choices. And that's it. If you make good choice after good choice after good choice, then you take the pressure away. It's not about losing 10 stone or 5 stone or 1 stone. It's actually making the next choice a good one. Yeah. And when you bring it right down, Jesse brings things into 24-hour period. You know, and, uh, and, and I like that, but I only bring it down even further to say just that moment, deal with that moment that you're in because that's the only thing you have control over. And it keeps you calm and you can then make a good choice. Mm. So, I mean, 
there's lots of different aspects there's so many things that I could actually talk about but I think that one thing I would love to give to everybody be in the moment make the good choice don't worry about the future don't worry about the past absolutely so keeping healthy yeah I mean that's mind power stuff diet I eat a good diet I love eating a good diet it comes naturally to me now it's a habit mm. so I don't really think about it I did when I first started um, and uh, I've I, I really focused on what I was eating and, and I'm waiting that and everything but then you get used to it and as long as you you know you, you, you balance out your, your nutrition uh, we look at a quarter protein a quarter uh, carbs and then half of leafy greens as a meal we base things on five or six meals a day uh, and each meal should have those four those three parts in your proteins your carbs and your leafy greens all that balance um, and but your snacks you have three meals and three snacks or two or three snacks yeah. and your snacks will be like a few almonds maybe um, or they might be an apple with some nut butter on that kind of thing mm. um, so it's you know it's not uh, nothing extreme mm. but you get used to it and in the end your shopping doesn't include the stuff that's going to tempt you because why would you buy it when yeah. you're not going to eat it you shouldn't eat it you know and mm. just don't buy it and it's not in the house not tempting you but you have a whole load of other things which you enjoy so that's you know yeah. the food side of it mm. um, so yeah so exercise um, sleep is important um, uh, and thinking about the things that keep you awake at night um, and but you know it, I, I don't know I'm not an expert in sleep um, I'm 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 going through the flipping change at the moment, so I'm like hot sweats all night. So I'm not very good at it generally. But um, yeah, sleep's important, but rest is important as well. I mean, I don't know. Do you cat nap? I do. Sometimes, do you sometimes. Nap, I'm not very good. Yeah, at it. My do. brain doesn't okay. switch off quickly enough um, to do that. I get bored by the time I haven't gone to sleep yet. <laughs> Oh, really? I, I, don't, I do it in the car. I used to have a smart car, and I was hysterical because I was like, you're into a lay-by, seatbelt on, head down, go. For about five minutes, get up and carry on driving. I'm glad you said lay-by. <laughs> I had visions of you <laughs> sleeping and driving. <laughs> I'm good at that. Yeah, I used to, when I used to travel around for my job years ago, I used to sleep in. I, I always used to proudly say I'd probably slept in all the car parks of most of the service stations in the country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, but, uh, when we're when we're on tour, I drive all the time, mm. um, and uh, Jesse sleeps all the time. He's <laughs> <laughs> always jet lagged, so I've got a, a nice car, nice big car now. So he he puts the seat right back and he sleeps. So um, health, mm. yeah, um, it's, it's a balance of everything. Yeah, no, I really like I that, think. like that philosophy, and I like the, yeah. the as you say, the four sections that that you look at, not just about. Um, you know, just yeah. thinking about food or exercise or whatever, the whole lot. So yeah. what about um, learning and improving yourself? I mean, we've known each other a long time Gosh. and I know that you do constantly look at that that sort of stuff. So how, what do you do? How do you yeah. do that? Well, hmm. I, um, I listen. I think that's quite key. I learn more from the people I work with than anybody else. Um, at the moment, my my total focus is on my you know my environment that I'm living in which is my work environment really um, so I listen to uh, Jesse I listen to the people who I work with and I meet a lot of experts now so I learn a lot from them 
um, and I listen from our client to our clients and we deal with all sorts of people from all sorts of different walks of life so it's very very interesting mm. um, uh, I obviously I read a lot but I, t- I tend to read for enjoyment and relaxation more than anything mm. but you know um, learning new skills I'm learning a lot about the human body I'm learning about my own body I'm learning about exercise um, I'm learning about travel and different com- countries. Um, I, I went, I've been to Germany. I've been to Ireland now quite a few times working and I'm just flying out to, I flew out to San Francisco a little while ago. And all these things, I might be a ripe old age, but I haven't done them before. So I'm learning, you know, the best way of doing things. Mm. Learning about technology all the time, that fascinates me. How can we actually become more healthy through technology? Mm. Um, I learn a lot by doing. I learn at the coalface. Mm. Um, I tend to jump in with both feet and get on with it. And that's how I learn. You might have noticed that. <laughs> I haven't got any qualifications. So I don't do that kind of learning. <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes like maybe I should, but I haven't got time. And um, so, you know, yeah. I suppose University of Life. Mm. But yeah, that's how I do things. Cool. And you talked about really. books and reading and re- relaxation. What what sort of books do you read? Have you got yeah. any recommendations? Um, I love biographies because I find them really inspiring. Um, and but I, I've read what a, a book which is a bit unusual that was I can't even remember who recommended it to me now, but it's a book called Return to Love by Marianne Williamson, and it's. It's basically about the fact that we have a dark side, all of us, even you, Joe. <laughs> so we have this dark side, and it's about kind of coming from a place of love when when you live and you make decisions and you have relationships with other people and yourself, coming from a place of love rather than a place of ego, which is kind of yeah. a bit of the devil in us. Mm-hmm. So it's a very interesting book. It's so enlightening, and I've recommended it to a few of our clients as well. They've come back and said it's great. Mm. That'd probably be my my number one book um, that I've read recently. But there's mm. lots of books I've read over the years. I mean, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway, which by Susan Jeffers, I recommend to everybody, especially our clients. You know, because fear is something that is so misunderstood, mm. and people don't realise that actually it's okay to feel frightened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they see it as a weakness it's not it's it's human nature and if we didn't have fear we wouldn't be here as a race yeah because we would have all been eaten by saber-toothed tigers by now <laughs> or something horrendous so you know um that's yeah. a really good quick read um mm. but i love reading business books so i love reading things like duncan bannertine richard branson you know um all of those those type of businessy type books mm. um entrepreneurial type books just find them fascinating as well yeah so it just depends what sort of mood i'm in really yeah um yeah cool. so that's okay. my books yeah any films um, what else was there anything films yeah. um films uh there's a really good film out now that my daughter recommended to me and i watched it on netflix which was called i can't remember what it's called henry's have you henry's incredible journey in search of happiness henry or henry (laughs) i don't know i'll look it up i'll put it in the show notes (laughs) could you i will i'll think of it in a minute i think it's got a name like henry but i don't think it's henry (laughs) but it's really really good it's with the guy from hot fuzz yeah and the girl from gone girl hex 
Jared. <laughs> That's why I've got Jerry in the office with me. She is my brain and my memory, and she makes sure I do everything right. So him, yeah, Hector's Hector, Hector and the Search for Happiness, and you've got to watch that because it's got these brilliant things in it. And the other film, which is a bit, it's just if you want to relax. And if you want to feel good, and it's nothing nasty happens in it, and it's no stress in it, Enchanted April, which has been a favourite of mine for well over 20 years now, with wow. Josie Lawrence and Michael Kitchen and um, uh, Joan Plowright and Miranda Richardson, real classic actors. And it's all about, it's set in just after the First World War, and they all go off and, and uh they're in kind of really horrible rainy London, but they all go off and spend a month on this idyllic island. It looks like Tuscany or somewhere like that. Yeah. So it's gorgeous, but it's just a real feel good. You have to have it on a rainy, watch it on a rainy afternoon and you have to drink Earl Grey tea and, and, uh, <laughs> and while you watch it. And I didn't know there were rules. The rules. Yes. Oh, no, I've never even heard of that. I will definitely look that one up. That sounds really, really interesting. Um, the other get, thing. Yep. The other thing. Yeah, have a look at that one. The other thing I really would recommend people have a look at is Mind Fit. Mind Dash Fit. Uh, you need to Google it. And their model, uh, their power model is brilliant. Um, it's it's just based on, on three places of emotion that we go to. Helplessness, defensiveness, and powerfulness. Wow. Um, and it's how you become aware of where you are at any one time and that you because you're aware of it, you can focus on it and move yourself to a place of power mm. and then you deal with things in such a different way, make good choices. So that's mind-fit. I think it's mind-fit.com. Brilliant. Uh, but you might want to put that in the notes as well. Yeah, um, and that was, that's been created by a good friend of mine Mm. Uh, who was a sergeant of mine, uh, an inspector of mine as well, in the, when I was in the police force hundred years ago. Wow. So he's even older than me. <laughs> so, uh, Brilliant. yeah, and it, it's superb, so I recommend that as well. Great. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. So what about if yeah. things don't go right? If you're having a bad day, what do you do? Um, what do I do? Go to a place of powerfulness. And I'm not being sort of creepy when I say that. I do. I have to. Um because if you you need to you need to be calm to make the right decisions. Things do go wrong. Okay, that's go that's gone wrong. Right, let's think how we deal with this. And you can't do that if you're running around the office or your kitchen or whatever, you know, like a headless chicken. You have to breathe. So the first thing you do is you breathe, take some deep breaths, and then I go to power. I actually say it to myself: go to powerfulness. And then you, when you're at powerfulness, if you imagine a triangle, powerfulness is at the top. So you can then look down on the situation and then say, right, how do I put this right? The other thing I always think of is because sometimes when things go wrong, it can be something somebody has said that's yes. upset you. That's yeah. one that's, you know, that really is on an email. You think, and then I always say, ask, and Tony Robbins, this is a Tony Robbins thing. Ask yourself, what does he mean by that? Or what does she mean by that? Because sometimes things are said and it's not you, it's them. And you have to understand when it's coming from their place of, defensiveness or helplessness because then that helps you to understand why they're being in that way hmm. and not take it all on as the victim and oh you know how dare they speak to me like that so that is a that's a really good a really good tip hang on why have they said that there's a reason why they've said that or hmm. sent that email or not sent that email not responded yes you know? um and i think be brave and stand up you know when things don't go right be brave and say i'm sorry i've cocked up 
Yeah. What can I do to make this right? Mm. A sorry is a very powerful word, but don't have follow it with a but because then it doesn't mean you're sorry. You can't say, I am sorry, but because then you're not sorry. So don't say that. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I've messed up. Yeah, that's what that's what I say to little Dodsie's best friend. She, I, I have to say to her, if you're starting a sentence with "no offense, but," then you probably don't want to finish yes, the sentence. <laughs> she's only ten. She's got a lot to learn. <laughs> that was really good bits of advice there, Jill. Thank you so much. So on a day. When you end the day knowing that you've had the chance to live more, and by that I mean, you know, do the stuff that you really want to do, not the stuff you feel you have yeah. to do or that you should do. What have you done? What's that day look like? Um, sealed a massive deal for Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> few of them flying around at the moment. I don't know. Uh, um, when I see our clients, because when we run these workshops, our clients have Facebook pages just for the 10 people and I'm on most of them and uh, that's I don't I can't keep that we've done 17 workshops I can't keep my eye on all of them but uh, a few of them I pop into every now and again and have a look see how they're getting on and when I go in there and I see that they're proudly throwing their scales in the bin that's one happened recently there's <laughs> a picture of her dropping her scales into the bin things like that because we think scales are for fish because they just put so much pressure on people. <laughs> Love that. Um, and when, when we when we see when I see things like that, or I see them uh, working with each other and supporting one another, I just think, wow, this is amazing. These people didn't even know each other, yeah. and we've brought them together, and they're now they are now supporting one another to health. Mm. And that is such a fantastic feeling of achievement, um, and it's just done. It's done through just people understanding what they need to do. Yeah giving them the tools and then they go off and use them. But they have to have accountability as well. It's mm. up to them at the end of the day. Mm. There's no magic pill. But to see them actually demonstrating that they've got it, they're understanding it, they're living it. And we have reunions and, and 75% of them come back. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's a great turnout. And they've traveled, they travel all over from sort of Edinburgh and Jersey and Ireland and they fly in and then we all get together and it's fantastic. Mm. So it's a proper little family or a big yeah. family. So that's when I think, yeah, I feel really good about this. And then when I just look at my gorgeous husband and his lovely blue eyes, you know, and I look at my kids and things like that, I think, oh, God, you know, how blessed am I? Mm. So it's not so much what I've done, it's what I've actually had. Yeah. I feel very blessed about that. And I think you have to take time out to appreciate and, you know, work through your gratitudes. So, yes, and that yeah, be in the moment. That's my day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Brilliant. Well, yeah. it's been Brilliant speaking to you as I knew it would be. You've got some really good um, tips and strategies and links and tools and everything for us, um, for, for the audience, which will be on the show notes. So thank you so much. How can people find out more about you and connect with you, Jill? Connect with me. Well, you can go on to pavelka.co.uk. That's our, that's our business. But I'm quite um, invisible on the homepage. I'm in the house a lot, but not on the homepage because that is about Jessie. Um, so... Um, but, you know, um, I deal with all of the communication, so Joe does, that comes in from that. So you can always get in touch with me uh, through that. I'm, um, yeah, I'm on Twitter. So Jill Tipping, boringly. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> does what it says on the tin. <laughs> yeah, I'd love, love you to follow me on the Twitter. Um, and always happy to, to hear from people on that. Um, but, yeah, and just 
contact me through the website or my email address, which is jill at pervelco.co.uk. Brilliant. So thank that's you. It. If anybody Re- wants to know any more, give me a call. Excellent. Thank you, Jill. Really, really appreciate okay. you joining me. No problem, Joe. And we must do dinner or lunch. I'll speak to you soon. Thank you very much for having me. Okay. Are you a home-based coach or consultant feeling like you need a bit of help? Our Power to Live More Calm membership is designed to meet you where you're at with the help you need in the moment so you can get unstuck, move forwards and get stuff done. You might think this sounds too good to be true or maybe wondering how it would fit with how you work and run your business. Why not have a no obligation chat with Jo to see how she can help you? All you need to do is go to powertolivemore.com slash calm call. Use your power to live more.